Right. Hello, everybody. Marcus Giuliano here, your host of In the Weeds, real stories from real restaurateurs. Who's joining me today? Hey, Marcus. Thanks for having me. This is Paul Patino, hotel manager at the Saguaro in Palm Springs, California. Awesome. Great to, great to have you on here. So you're out yeah, in sunny Palm Springs. and uh, you're Palm Springs, yeah. 73 degrees. Awesome. So um, what makes uh, your hotel stand apart from other hotels there? Uh, you know, we like to call ourselves like the technicolored fun of the desert. Uh, lots of color, lots of just like retro 80s theme vibe when you walk into it. But it's, it's, certainly, uh, it's certainly fun and entertaining, especially on the weekends with the pool parties. I, I, I was on the site. I saw those funky colors. And you know what caught my attention? Don't What's be that? judged by having a margarita in the morning. That's right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially in Palm Springs. You know, people get away from their problems and worries. So anytime's a good time. Awesome. So what time does the bar open? What, what, what time can I get a margarita there? Yeah, right. Uh, so honestly, bright and early. So we opened up El Jefe, our, uh, our breakfast and our sister restaurant inside at uh, 7 a.m. So you could literally get up at 7 a.m. and be ready to go with a Cadillac if you want it in your hand. That is awesome. Do many people do that? Believe it or not, honestly, yes, they do. They do, especially the families. I think mom and dad uh, will send the kids off to the pool early in the morning. They'll stroll up to El Jefe and grab a, uh, grab a cocktail before they get into the pool. So trust me, it's, it's definitely prevalent. <laughs> Excellent. What time does the pool open? So pool, uh, pool's wide open uh, from the moment the uh, sun comes up at 6 a.m. for the guests, and then we open up pool bar at uh, 10 a.m. So we're, once we get everything set up, we're ready to rock and roll for guests by that time. That is awesome. That is awesome. So um, you mentioned parties on the weekend, pool parties. Tell, tell us about uh, the pool lot. parties. Oh, yeah. So it, even Splash House, we throw huge festivals where it's about 1,000 people in the pool. So managing, you know, managing that group of people, obviously, with alcohol in your system can be daunting at times. So you must have some really cool stories to share with us. Oh, uh, <laughs> where do I start? Right, so, so, so what's uh, a, what's, what's, what's the largest uh, size pool party you've done? How, how many people have it? Like what, what's a, what's a attendance? Yeah. yeah. So Splash House is by far, we, uh, it's, it's in the desert. There's three different hotels that participate. It's twice a year right now. Uh, once in August and one in June. Um, at any given point, it's an all day festival for both Saturday and Sunday. You could have about 1100 people in our pool. Um, and you know, it, it's about a hundred in a hundred out every hour, but consistently, you know, we'll have to clear out the furniture to be able to obviously capsize that. Um, but 1100 people at any given time. And what are these parties focused on? Is there a theme? Is there a draw? Is there music? I mean, definitely music festival. The, the draw is always the music, uh, whether it's a DJ or, you know, a special guest DJ that's coming in from LA. Um, and really the theme is you're going from one hotel to another. So you're usually enjoying the party atmosphere in that hotel for about an hour or two and then you move on to the next hotel. And there's, there's obviously tour buses. So they're constantly shuttling people back and forth. That was my next question. How do, how do I get from one hotel to the other? Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a shuttling service that they'll also provide. You know, I, I say for Palm Springs, it's always well executed. And we definitely thought about how one, the entire experience is going to be from not just our hotel, but the other two that participate. We all collaborate together, which this is the beauty about it all. You want to share any uh, behind-the-scenes 
so-called disasters, anything that wasn't ready on time? Was there a band that didn't show up, a DJ that didn't show up? Was, you know, was there anything behind the scenes that happened that, uh, that was uh, oh, yeah. Oh, loose, yeah, yeah. loose sleepover? Oh, you know, I think one of the things that we always don't think about in hospitality, right, is security and how to manage that. You know, you, you always hire a third-party service. Obviously, there's always a few city police officers on hand just in case something does go awry, especially in this day and age. Um, but the one thing that you always, you know, miss out on between you and everybody else that's collaborating is security. So uh, this year in particular, I found myself in the weeds, if you will, and entrenched and, you know, just managing the door and, you know, being able to direct everybody, you know, the pathway is always one thing. You just, you know, Disneyland does it well uh, as far as controlling the flow of traffic. So one, at one point we got uh, 1,100 people in the pool, but then we also have the lobby bar and the lobby area fill with another, say, 600, 700 guests. It literally got packed. I'm talking body on body. You couldn't even walk past people. People were up against the wall breaking some of the elements that were, <laughs> that were in the restaurant just because they couldn't move anymore. Um, so I had the daunting task with uh, security of trying to like funnel the you know plethora of people in in the capacity or vicinity uh, into narrowing that down into one cohesive line. So it took me about a good three hours, and uh, I lost my voice at the end of the day. You know, I think uh, I got trampled on a few times, but <laughs> to be able to manage that was a different experience altogether. All right, so drunk people do stupid things. Sober people do stupid oh, yeah, things. Absolutely. So what's, what, what, is, what are some of the stupidest things guests have done that have ended, ended up getting arrested to the hospital or not welcome back? Yeah, so uh, two, two instances actually that same weekend, we had one guest come in and, uh, you know, obviously in these party atmospheres, drugs is always, you know, one of those things that we have to, to manage and, and to control. So we'll check everybody's bag. Um, one gal had already been, you could tell she had drank from a previous hotel and she walked in with a bag. We checked it, uh, ended up confiscating it because she had probably more narcotics on her than she could probably consume in a weekend or so on, on her own. Uh, so that was an interesting call. And, you know, luckily the local police uh, department was right there. So they went ahead and took her and booked her for the weekend. Um, that same day, we actually had another woman who was just, you know, inhospitable, very, very aggressive. Uh, you know, security was trying to manage her as best as they could. And she ended up, you know, about an hour and a half into the conversation of just trying to get her to usher back to her hotel because she wasn't staying with us. Um, she decided it was a great idea to, just to take a swing at her security guards. And we ended up having to tackle her down to the ground and, you know, ended up arresting her. And she spent the, uh, spent the weekend in county. But, you know, it was, uh, it was very bizarre. Very bizarre. Wow. But, yeah. People do, uh, people do stupid things when they're inebriated. Absolutely. Even when they're sober, they do stupid things. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, I think you get into this business and you don't realize, you know, you think you're managing an operation and you're providing a service, but you forget you're also managing people's behaviors. And sometimes you get those guests who, you know, it's, it's one thing to say yes to everything. But I think in our industry, especially when you're young and you're just learning it at first, you don't know how to manage that. But, you know, there are going to be instances where you have to say, hey, you know, you're not welcome back and your behavior is just not acceptable to the rest of society. And, and there are those, those, there are all those calls you'll have to make. Absolutely. So the guest always isn't right. Agreed. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent agreed. Awesome. So let's talk about some marketing uh, strategies and techniques here. Um, sure. What's more important, a high quality product or marketing? You know, I'd say in this day and age, you know, you always want to have a product that, that represents your brand and, 
I think we always shoot for the highest expectations as far as quality, but you know that there's got to be some type of middle ground. I think marketing now in this day and age is the utmost importance, you know, in order to drive that traffic. Because if you don't have it, especially with social media, um, you're behind the eight ball. No matter how good your room product is, no matter how great your restaurant is, if you can't get yourself exposed out there, um, it's a really tough draw to, to draw in. Yeah, somebody's going to talk louder than you. You have a yeah. favorite. Um, you have a favorite platform. Hotel have a favorite platform. Yeah, you know, believe it or not, um, and what we found success in is our own social media. And, and you know, I, I hate to I hate to say that because you know I, I rarely get on it because I'm so busy. But we found success through Instagram. We're one of the most Instagram hotels in the world. We're actually like third highest when you when you kind of check us out and read on our history. Uh, and also Facebook. We just we get a lot of feedback and a lot of correspondence between social media. I mean, it's not even, you know, the days of the billboards long gone, you know, and it's, it's super interesting to see. Yep. I agree. Billboards, billboards. Yeah. Just don't cut it. The, your, your billboard, your address is your social media views Agree. that you yeah. can, the locations, location sometimes doesn't matter anymore. It's, 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 it's how people find you and how they're willing, how you portray yourself and how they're willing to travel to you. Not at all. And I agreed hundred percent. People will travel from another country just because they saw a picture on Instagram at your yeah. property. Yeah. Your website's very well done. The colors caught me. And I, I definitely said, I'm Thank coming you. there. If I'm coming, if I'm going to that area, if I'm going to Palm Springs, I'm coming there. hundred percent. Absolutely. So, um, any other cool stories you want to share about, uh, the upside of, uh, the hotel business? Yeah, you know, I think I think the one thing that we also it, it's a tangible we never consider is like how how do we become good leaders and mentors for the people that work for us in the building? You know, just beyond the guest experience and the expectations of managing the business, right? For the for the company, is you know wh what does that look like, and do we even consider it nowadays? You know, I think a, a lot of the times we we lose sight of like what do we do for people that are in our building? How do we train our staff up? How do we motivate them? How do we become good leaders to hold people accountable? And I think that's always a a thing that I've learned throughout the industry and my time here is, you know, good leaders can get people to walk through a wall through them and the bad ones, you know, it's just constant turnover. Bad ones are going to push the leader off the wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, uh, one, one of your most favorite celebrities you've ever served? Oh man, where do we even start? Um, you know, Kurt Russell, uh, him and Goldie Hawn are obviously big fans of the desert. They come out all the time and he's probably hands down one of the nicest human beings um, that I've ever met in my life. I, I can't say enough about him and I've interacted with him a few times. Um, I hate to say the word, the name, but Andy Dick, just the, uh, just as interesting of a character. And a lot of times you got to kind of guide Andy to the door and let him know kind of what's going on during the day. Uh, but just as an interesting as a character as any, um, God, and where else do I go with this one? And even, you know, honestly, especially when the tennis tournament comes around, um, Serena Williams, probably one of the most beautiful and insanely talented people when you, when you, uh, look at her from afar, but you get to know her and she's just another human being and she's just as kind as she is talented on the porch. Awesome. 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 Um, very cool. Any advice that you can give to anybody entering the industry? Be, uh, be patient. You know, you're, you're going to go through uh, a lot of in the weeds, um, as long as you can always control your to control your emotions and be aware of your behavior, um, you're going to learn a lot in this industry. And it's not anything that you can read in a textbook sometimes or be trained from the company on. Uh, you're going to have to experience it yourself. But obviously, you know, talk to people in the industry, much like you and I are collaborating. You know, I could always say that 
the biggest piece of advice sometimes are going to be from the ones that have gone through it and you can learn from and actually have that one-on-one -on -one conversation in person. I think that uh, speaks volumes and there's no dollar amount that you can ever contribute to something like that. All right. Awesome. Paul, thank you very much. We appreciate your time on In the Weeds. Uh, very insightful, some great stories and a hotel that I definitely want to visit. Yes, please do. And thank you for all your time. Appreciate you, my friend.